What's good? What's good? What's good, baby? I know we're a little bit behind schedule, but we are here. We are here, baby. Welcome to Let's Talk About It. That on the MBS brand, of course, I'm your host, Truex, the sports junkie. Breaking news, we're gonna get to in a second. But I got the homie from the from the Bay Area with the bear on his head. <laughs> it's looking like it's a little chilly in the Bay Area. My homie Kia, what up? It's freezing. Uh, yeah, man, it's pretty. It's pretty cold out here, man. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's it's different, especially with it being uh, in December. Uh, is it usually cold around this time? But uh, yeah, man, MBS, let's talk about it. Ready for another great show today. We got a lot to talk about. Huge news from the NBA that just broke out. We'll recap the NFL game uh, that happened earlier today, including uh, plenty from the NFL, college football, and we end the show with some battle rap. Ooh, and the battle rap topic tonight. Woo! Just be ready for it, y'all. Be ready for it. We talked about it on here. But of course, Kill, before we get this show started, get started, I have a question for you. Because last week on this show, you was ranting and you was going off. So, my friend Tiny Diamond here, who you said put that away last show, he wants to know, how about them gobble? <laughs> Woo! I'll... I'll get to that later. I do not want to talk about it right now. <laughs> I knew you would do something stupid like this to start off the show. But go ahead. I'm going to get you back later. It is on. Okay, well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this before we get on. How was your Thanksgiving, my man? It was cool, man, besides the Cowboys losing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I was able to spend time with my girl, my family, and, uh, you know, it's always good to see my family, and obviously, you know, we ate good also, did some Black Friday shopping, um, uh, to get ready for Christmas, and, um, yeah, it was, it was really good. What about yours, man? I know you've been busy as of late. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to everybody that's in school right now. I know it's finals week. Um, I have two finals to take this week on Sunday and Monday. So good luck to everybody out there. And of course, you know, it was Thanksgiving. I had a good Thanksgiving. But I want to give a huge shout out to two young ladies, my two beautiful daughters, but well, two of the three. It was their birthdays this past week. Um, one was on Black Friday, which was my daughter, Yanni. She turned 14. Happy birthday, Yanni. Daddy loves you. And of course, my daughter Olivia turned five, five on yesterday. So happy birthday, Olivia, and daddy loves you. But also my girl Sky, it wasn't her birthday, but daddy loves you. And Christmas is coming, Keo. But with that being said, let's get to this blockbuster trade that happened just a couple of hours ago. Russell Westbrook traded to the district. Where Jasper's at, Jay Franchise's place for John Wall, a first round pick. Keo, I'ma just say go. <laughs> um 
when I found out about it, I was shocked. I was surprised, but um, I I kind of had a feeling this was gonna happen. Um, um, it. I remember there was rumors out there that that was um a couple weeks ago that about Russell Westbrook being uh being moved first round draft picks, but but this time they weren't able to get that. So um, it was a good trade for both of these teams. Um, it was a great move. You know, you get. Russell Westbrook with a Bradley Beal, and then you and I like the young guy that they drafted, uh, uh Rudy Hachumara. They after they drafted the kid from overseas also, so it 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 was good for them. Um, and you know I I've always heard this talk about what happened if Bradley Beal was on this team. Oh, they should trade Bradley Beal. I don't think the Wizards never wanted to trade Bradley Beal in the first place, man. I think they just wanted to line him up with with an explosive player, somebody like a Russell Westbrook, and um, this might be probably the best backcourt in the league. <laughs> no disrespect to you know guys like a McCollum, McCollum and Dame Lillard and. We know, obviously, we know what Clay and Steph could do when those guys are both, when both of the guys are healthy. So, uh, this is a deadly backcourt, and I'm really intrigued to see what they can actually do. And I think they can make the playoffs, man, with this team. And then after the Rock, it's good. I think it's I think it's a good move for them also not just for right now but future wise I think they're the draft pick they get it is a protected twenty the twenty twenty four protected draft pick they also get John Wall a lot of people feel like John Wall is injury prone that he ain't the same player John Wall's been out of the league for two years you don't think that he doesn't hear people talking. And I think John Will still still got it. He still got something to prove. Um, and um, I, I like the move for for both of these teams, man, especially for the Wizards. So you think that? So ultimately, you think the Wizards won in this trade? Yeah, Wizards definitely won the trade. They definitely upgraded and got better. Okay, so I'm about to shock the world. I think the Rockets won this trade. And I know people is going to go crazy and I'm going to get ridiculed for it, but I do. The Rockets knew that they were not winning the championship with Russell Westbrook and James Harden. They knew that. They had to get off that contract. John Wall does have a big contract and he has two years left on the deal. I get that. I get it. But now, and I know we're going to talk about that in a second, Please believe you me, James Harden is not about to be a Houston Rocket anymore. They are about to trade James Harden. It may not happen before the season, but James Harden will not finish this season in a Houston Rockets jersey. We'll talk about that in a second. I'm going to let Q respond to that in a second. But as far as the Wizards, are they a playoff team? that they get better instantly? Absolutely. I, I have no disagreement with Q or with anybody that feels like the Wizards have gotten better. Last year, the Wizards didn't make the playoffs. <clears throat> Can they make the playoffs this year? 
Yeah, cool. I'm not sitting there saying that they can't do that. Are they going to win a championship with Russell Westbrook? At the end of the day, with Raphael Stone and what Steven Silas are trying to do is put their imprint on this team. Not Mike D'Antoni's imprint, um, imprint on this team. They're trying to come in and they're trying to start their thing, what they're trying to build. That James Harden, Mike D'Antoni, Daryl Morey, that's their legacy. This is not Steven Silas's legacy. And he's saying to himself, I'm going to send Russ out. I'm going to send Harden out ultimately. That's what I believe. And I'm going to bring in John Wall. John Wall just turned 30. John Wall is a career 19 and 9 or 19 and 10, I think, um, point guard. He has something to prove. If it doesn't work out in two years, you get rid of him. It's that simple. If he doesn't show up and show that he's still John Wall, you get rid of him. And it doesn't hurt you. And even if he does have a decent season this year, guess what? He's a tradable asset. So if John Wall comes back and plays anywhere near 20 and 10 a night, which the last time he was on the court, he averaged 21 and 10. At the end of the day, if he comes back and he's somewhat near that, a team will take that and that'll be assets, more assets for the Houston Rockets. The Rockets are not winning a championship right now. I agree with anybody out there saying that. But right now we see what's going on in the West. You got LeBron James in L.A. You got Kawhi Leonard in L.A. You got Steph Curry in Golden State. Seems like they're going to be coming back around. What you need to start doing is preparing yourself for the future. James Harden and Russell Westbrook were not going to win you a championship. Get off of those two huge salaries. See what you can get with John Wall for these next two to three years. And if he is remotely close to what he what he was, you can trade him for better assets or young assets. I, I have no issue with Steven Silas and um, Raphael Stone is doing out there in Houston. Um, I actually commend them because whenever you go into a job, you want to leave your imprint. You don't want to take the imprint of another coach or another um, person that was in your position before you. You want to be able to put what you want to do together. So I'm okay with this move. Now, of course, like I said, for the for, for Russell Westbrook, it's a new start, a fresh start on the East. The East is not, you know, I mean, we saw what happened with Milwaukee. Yeah, they're good in the regular season, but they don't, didn't show up in the postseason. Could the Wizards be a playoff team and possibly compete in the, in the East? Maybe. I don't see them as a championship contender. They're, they're still a piece away. And that's even if Russ and Bradley Bill can coexist. So for me, if you're talking long-term, I'm going with the Rockets in this deal. I like this form. They got off of Russell Westbrook. They used him for one year. And they ended up getting the first-round draft pick and maybe a guy they can use for more assets down the line in John Wall. I like the Rockets' move for this. Now, let me ask you this, Keo. I know that might that might be dumbfounded what I just said to a lot of people, and that's fine. You got me on tape right now, and we can always play it back. Um, the Wizards are not winning the championship with their current roster, so don't give me that. But do you think James Harden will be a Houston Rocket moving forward? Uh, no, I don't. Um, just based off of the moves that this team has made, um, with all these disgruntled stars, 
I, I don't see it happening. Obviously, you trade Russell Westbrook. They even traded Robert Covington, um, uh, I think, for Trevor Ariza. Um, they also got a 2021 first-round pick, which was good for them. Um, and then, uh, you know, they get rid of... Um, they get rid of Mike D'Antoni. They get rid of Daryl Morey. So all signs point to James Harden is the next victim for the Houston Rockets now. So I don't see it happening. Um, and it seems like they're, you know, they're going young because Austin Rivers is not even on that team no more. Um, um, you know, they're they're going to put their trust in Ben McLemore. <laughs> well, I think, and, I, think uh, I think they're looking forward to the draft. They're not even looking forward to next year. Like, of course, he wants to put his imprint on that team. That's what I'm saying, Steven Silas. He's not worried about who's on the team. He wants to show the world that he can coach. And then he's going to bring the talent in that he sees fit for his system. But go ahead. I'm sorry. And then uh, I think they turned that pick to uh, Isaiah Stewart. Uh, with that number 16 pick that they had. Um, I think they also acquired the second round pick. Uh, they got Kenyon Martin's, uh, Kenyon Martin's son uh, out of it. Um, 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 so that was good. And they signed Boogie Cousins. I think Boogie can be... Uh, I don't think he could be the player that he used to be. But I could, I think he could be like an eighteen and twelve type of player, which is a win for the Houston Rockets. So um, I, I like what the Rockets what was done. I don't have a problem with what you said. If you said the Rockets are winners, I could see that. So I I don't have no problem at all of you saying what you just wow. said about the Rockets because yeah, because I I I actually agreed. I was actually uh. In between of who I thought had had the best out of the trade, I just like the Wizards more. But I I could see people saying the Houston Rockets were were the winners in that trade. Absolutely, I think um high low risk high reward kind of situation. Yeah, I think they did get Christian Woods as well in the off season, um as far as the signing. So they're they're working, they're working, they're they're going in the direction that they see fit. Um, not saying that those are, are, are all-star caliber players, but we don't know. But I do know, I think Steven Silas is a good coach. Well, we don't know that yet, but I think he's going to be a good coach. And if he can get the talent that he wants and put his input on this team, it could work out for the best. I will say this on the positive note for the Wizards, though. It shows that they're trying to be committed to Bradley Bill long-term. They're trying to get him some help. John Wall hasn't been healthy. Who we bring in? Russell Westbrook, the guy that goes hard every play. And even though he misses games here and there, you know Russ wants to be on that court all the time. Um, so I have no issue with that. And then, of course, Russell Westbrook reunites with Scott Brooks. He knows that system. So it could be really good. And I do like what you said about Hachimero. I like him a lot. And I think, you know, adding Russ with Bradley Bill is good. If Hachimura could take that next step, I could be all wrong and everybody be playing this, this video right back to me saying, this is what you said. You said the Wizards was not a contender. I just don't think that they're a contender. I don't think that they're one of the four best teams in the East right now, even with Russell Westbrook. Let me ask you this before we get to the next topic. I know we got to go to the next topic. Real quick, 
where is James Harden going to be next year? Um, I'm going to give say me two Brooklyn. destinations. I'm going to say Brooklyn and I am going to say Miami. Woo! That, that's something. I'm about to shock y'all with this. I'm going to say Brooklyn first. I think that's the first real option out there. But if it's not Brooklyn, excuse me, the New York Knicks. Remember I said this on this show right now. If he don't go to Brooklyn, he's going to be in Madison Square Garden as a New York Knick. I think a team that would be willing to trade for James Harden and give up a lot for him would be the Knicks. Is that R.J. Barry? Is that Kevin Knox? Is that some future picks? Maybe so. I don't know what they'll give up, but I do think the Rockets and the Knicks can work out a trade because the Knicks have been dying for a superstar and James Harden seems like he would love the Big Apple. So I'm going with James Harden to the Knicks and I think it's actually 50-50 between the Knicks and the Nets. So that's my two options. All right, Keo, go to the topics. Now I just have to get that off my chest because man, I know a lot of people was excited about the Wizards, but I'm going to tell you, I like the Rockets side of that, but let's get to the next topic. No, to one may breaking news to another breaking news. So we're going to go to a different sport and we're going to go to the NFL. We just had, um, we finally had the game after all that rescheduling that they did between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens. Pittsburgh was successful in a very close game. Uh, what were your, what were your thoughts um, on, uh, on today's game earlier? I mean, it was it was predictable. Let's be honest. Come on, man. All the players missing on the Baltimore Ravens, why in the world would I pick them to be the team that's been undefeated this season? A team that beat them when they were all healthy. I understand people may say RG3 start. RG3, that's a long time ago. That ship has been sailed. And, look, I, I like RG3. I think, you know, he's a good guy from what I see. But come on, man. There was no way in the world if if you knew that they would all play, all the Steelers players were going to play, and um, for the most part, I know James Conner didn't play. I know somebody might say, well, James Conner didn't play. Man, Snail, to me, is just as good as um, James Conner as far as running the football. Maybe not as catching, but running for sure. Snail, Benny Snail is just as good. Um, and the play he made on um, – Marcus Peters, my guy, my guy. Oh Lord, that's gonna be on on Sports Center tonight. So tune into that. But um, yeah, man. Of course, the Steelers was gonna win that game without Lamar Jackson, without all the players that missed. Absolutely, no surprise there. Well, I thought differently. I actually still had the Ravens winning that game. Of course, you did. Um, um <laughs> yeah man i i thought it was gonna be a trap game for pittsburgh man um um i thought it was gonna be a trap game i thought they were gonna you know manage the game obviously they didn't the game was really ugly in the beginning with all these turnovers rg3 threw a pick six uh they just weren't successful throwing the ball they 
uh, Trace McSorley end up uh, being in the game towards the end. Um, it was it was it was it was a close game. The the Ravens actually had a chance. The Ravens defense actually played well. They held Ben Roethlisberger in check for the most part, but it was just wasn't enough. The defensive line was the key issue, where majority of the defensive linemen was out due to COVID, so which it definitely hurted them. Uh, the offense didn't do much, also, especially with the quarterback play, and uh, um, Pittsburgh ended up winning that game, um, and they they nearly escaped. They didn't win it convincingly to me, but they escaped though. And we're going to get to the power rankings. I want to see if you're going to penalize them for this narrow escape versus RG3. Are you kidding me? <laughs> but go it ahead. It wasn't just RG3. It, was, uh, it wasn't just RG3. It was Trace McSorley also. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But, I mean, that was that was when the game, to me, was already in at, at hand. So, yeah, no surprise there, man. So next topic, Keo. All right, so let's move on over to the next topic. So we're going to do how we normally do every single week. And we're going to talk about our top performers of the week. Come on, man. You know where I'm going with this. I'm not about to sit here and play games. Man, the top performance of the week this past week according to the sports junkie, is Tyreek Hill. Are you kidding me? Do that 12 catches, almost 300 yards, and three touchdowns in our game of the week. Not in some game that's not televised. Not in some game where he's playing against a team that never won a game like the Jets. This dude did this on a spotlight game that we all spotlighted. Everybody was excited about this game. Bucks versus Chiefs. And he has 12 catches for almost 300 yards and three touchdowns. I could throw Patrick Mahomes in there as well as far as performance. But I'm going with Tyreek Hill for the top performance of the week, according to the Sports Junkie. Hill, who is your top performance? Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue with you on this one uh, for the first time. <laughs> I actually had Tyreek Hill. Also, Tyreek Hill was a difference maker in this game. Um, he already eclipsed a thousand yards for the season, and poor Mister Davis, the cornerback from Tampa Bay, he was just getting burnt. He wasn't getting help at all. There was no help from the top, and it was just it, it, Tyreek Hill just had his way. Um, I mean, Tampa, they did end up coming back. Uh, they made it close with four minutes Thanks. left in the game, but Tyreek ended up having the clinch, game-clinching uh, catch to actually uh, to, um, to end the game. So Tyreek Hill is, was definitely my top performer of the week. Okay. Um, all right. Let's go to who dropped the ball. All right. This is easy for me as well. And a lot of people might have a different answer, but my team that dropped the ball, I could be poking fun at Keo and say, how about them Cowboys? 
but I don't need to say they dropped the ball because they're a team that has three wins. Yes, I'm going to say it again. Three wins. You didn't drop the ball. That's who you are. You are who we thought you were. <laughs> but a team that did drop the ball, a team that I do think I was misled by, is the Los Angeles Rams. So let me get this straight, Rams. The last two games, you light it up. You light it up. And then you play a team with everybody. All the, the, the main factors for the most part. I know Debo Samuel came back. I know Mostert came back. But Kittle's missing. Bosa's missing. Garoppolo's missing. And you lose? And you lose to the Niners? And you were the number one seed in the, I think you're the number one seed in that division. Come on, man. Are y'all tied for division lead? However you want to look at it, you can't lose that game. The team that dropped the ball to me um, clearly, clearly was the Los Angeles Rams. So, you know, normally through when we do who dropped the ball, we normally have teams, players. This last week, I had a team. This week, I am going with a player, the person that dropped the ball for me. I am going with Carson Wentz, man. Are you kidding me, man? Carson Wentz. I am sick of and tired of everybody getting him a pass. This dude is probably one of the worst quarterbacks in the league, man. Um. Wow, uh, he's. I, I'm just gonna say it, and I don't care what anybody thinks. He's as bad as Mitchell Trubisky right now, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Are you kidding me? The dude leads the league in sacks. He leads the league in interceptions. Also, um, it, it, it's just atrocious, man. In the, I think it was in the beginning of the um in the first half, man. He nearly. Before the first half ended, he had this team had only one first down. He had only three yards passing throughout the entire game, and it, it only all, off of eight pass attempts. So they finally tried to spark something before the half. Missing man, and and um, I'm I'm personally putting out an indictment on Carson Wentz as of right now. <laughs> People are giving him too much of a pass. Howie Roseman, you giving him a pass. Dougie P, or as people would say, Doug Peterson, is giving him a pass. I'm, if I was, if if I was Dougie P, I'm benching his ass, man. <laughs> Let's put Jalen Hurts in the game, man. Have you some love spark. that you and have, just Justin. Have some spark, have some energy, man. And don't get me wrong, I I actually liked Carson Wentz, man. But Carson Wentz has had this opportunity, man. When Nick Foles won the won the um ended up winning the Super Bowl, Carson Wentz the following year had the chance to prove himself. Next thing you know, Carson Wentz gets out again. Nick Foles leads him to the playoffs. Uh, I mean, and obviously last season that people say. Carson Wentz won with nothing and won the division in a very close race. But obviously, this year is completely different. He's doing absolutely nothing right now. And um, I'm sorry, man. 
Carson Wentz drop the ball, man. He's had many opportunities and chances game after game after game. And I just can't take it no more, man. I, I I'm 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 calling I'm calling all Philadelphia Eagles fans, man. It's time to bench this guy, man. Bench him for the rest of the season. Let's see. Let's see what Mr. Jalen Hurts can do. You drafted that dude in the in the second round, which is high value to me. Um and it's it's time it's let's let's start something fresh, man. The season's not over. I know that you still have a chance to win and you pay them all this money, so it don't you don't want to make yourself look so stupid after signing him, but I, I I like what I see right now. So um I, I'm gonna say Carson Wentz, um, you dropped the ball. I got a question to ask you before we go to our next topic. Um who's gonna win the division? Um and honestly, I, don't don't give me the cowboys. <laughs> I want you to be honest. Carson Wentz is playing terrible. Um, the Giants may be without Danny Dimes for a little while. Well, let me say in your mind, Daniel Jones for a little while. And Alex Smith is coming off of, man, basically his deathbed. And they beat the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, but they seem like they, they beat on the Cowboys two times, but lose to everybody else. I mean, I know they got four wins, but I'm just saying. At the end of the day, who is going to win this division? Um, I I still got the Cowboys winning it. Okay. Um, the reason, the reason why you might think it is a biased pick from, from me, but the reason why, because you look at the Giants and you look at Washington's schedule, they're tough. They're tough games, man. If you go through, the, if you go down the list through the the rest of their schedule, you probably could say. They're going to lose every single game on the rest of their schedule. I think they do have Cincinnati. I think that's a winnable game. I think everybody else does have Cincinnati also. But I think the Dallas Cowboys can st still find a way to pull it off. They just got to get their head out their asses and uh, actually, um, um, and actually, you know, play the game. Um, and um, I, I think, you know, the offense – Quarterback has been decent. I think the running game has been a big issue. Offensive line, big issue. But I think uh, I'm still rolling with the Cowboys to still win this division. You know, the crazy thing is I'm actually not mad at that answer. I think it's between the Cowboys and the Redskins for me. I know the Giants just beat the Bengals, and everybody's like, oh, the Giants are the first in the, the division or tie for first with the Redskins. But – Ultimately, if Daniel Jones misses time, I know Colt McCoy is coming in, but I just think to myself, man, who do I trust? Saquon Barkley is still not there. I know Wayne Goldman's playing some good football, but I'm, if I had to lean, I would be towards the Redskins and the Cowboys. The Redskins, the problem with them, they just don't perform against anybody else but the Cowboys, it seems like. So um, it's going to come down to those two teams, I think. And if it's a tied record, record, you know who's going to get the head-to-head -head on that one. The Redskins beat them twice. All right, you can go ahead to the next topic. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> okay. Um, dude, this is enough already, man. <laughs> I knew you were going to do some bullshit like this. Hey, you but... sat there and gave us a whole hour speech about 
the Cowboys last week and how about them Cowboys and how they're back because they beat the Minnesota Vikings, a team that's under 500. Well, if you really think about it, out of everybody from the NFC least, oh, here we go. the here Dallas we go. Cowboys actually played the best game out of the NFC. Out of all the games, that Cowboys actually played the best game out of everybody from the NFC least. Oh my God! But you know, I could I could continue keep going talk about my Dallas Cowboys because you keep on instigating this. But let's move on to our NFL Power Five rankings. How do you have it this week? All right, coming in at number five, I got. The Seattle Seahawks, they returned to my Power 5 rankings. Um, the Rams are out now because I think Seattle, man, Seattle got a grown man playing wide receiver, and he goes by the name of D.K. Metcalf. This dude is unreal. I got him on my fantasy team. Come on, D.K., take me to the promised land, baby. Take me to the promised land. I need you, buddy. I need you. So I got the I got the Seahawks at number five, and number four I got his other old Miss buddy. I got the Tennessee Titans and AJ Brown. Take me to the promised land, AJ. <laughs> Take me to the promised land. These two guys from the SEC from Ole Miss has been holding it down for you, boy. So hold it up and fix your face. Fix your face. Get your hand off your face and listen to my power five rankings. I got the Tennessee Titans at number four. At number three, man, I got, now I got my real team. I got the New Orleans Saints at number three. I think, you know, at the end of the day, they're the number one seed in the NFC. Um, Despite Drew Brees being out the last two games, now I know Denver was without a quarterback, so I'm not about to hype that up. But nonetheless, they are 2-0 without Drew Brees. They are the number one seed in the NFC. They are the number three team on my power rankings. At number two, and I'm not going to lie, I thought about putting the Saints over them, but they're undefeated, so I'm going to put them at number two. I got the Pittsburgh Steelers. They barely squeaked one out just now versus the Baltimore Ravens without Lamar Jackson. So they're number two. I'm giving them the respect in the sense of they're undefeated. They're a good team, but I don't think they're the best team because the number one team is the guy that I just said had the top performance of the week along with, man, I know everybody calls Aaron Rodgers the baddest man. No, sir. The new baddest man is in Kansas City. And I'm talking about Patrick LaVar Mahomes. The second, along with Tyreek Hill, Travis, Kelsey, and company, I got the Kansas City Chiefs as the number one team in my power rankings. I think after beating the Bucks the way they did, I know the Bucks fought back, but at the end of the day, it's clear when everybody's clicking on all cylinders in the NFL, the best team is the Chiefs, and nobody clicks like the Kansas City Chiefs. So I got the Chiefs as number one. Okay, um, <laughs> number five for me, I'm rolling with the Tennessee Titans at number five. Man. Finally, Tennessee, finally. 
<laughs> Tennessee has had some impressive wins. They uh, they beat down and annihilated the Colts, embarrassed them. Uh, Derrick Henry, over a thousand yards this season, has been huge throughout the whole season. AJ Brown, he came back from injury. Man, that dude, that dude's been a problem. Um, so um, I got him at, I got him at number uh, five. Number four for me. I'm rolling with the Green Bay Packers at number four, man. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, man. That dude played nearly a perfect game. I mean, numbers-wise, it didn't look like the stats blew your mind. But uh, um, I like what the Packers did, man. Um, and uh, Aaron Rodgers. They beat the Chicago Bears. Aaron, yeah. Mitchell Trubisky. Still, Still a solid defense, man. Oh, they God. beat them so they beat them so bad. They beat them down so bad. They end up getting up getting a whole bunch of garbage points that didn't no. meaningless points that didn't mean nothing. I bet Aaron you Justin. Rogers, I, I, I bet you. I bet you just Justin feels different than you on that. Woo! Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, man. Hey, look at Aaron Rodgers. Thirty-three touchdowns. What I think like two or three interceptions throughout the year. Um. Pro Football Focus ranked them as one of like one of the one of like as like a top fifteen quarterback. He's a candidate for MVP right now, man. Um, I never said he wasn't. Um, I so I definitely got the Packers at number four, number three for me. <clears throat> number three for me. I am go- rolling with. The Pittsburgh Steelers at number three. Wow. Yeah, wow. Pittsburgh, man. Pittsburgh, they got pretty much exposed. I don't give a damn if they're undefeated, man. It's all about what you've done for me lately. Even though they did win, they barely escaped against the Baltimore Ravens with with, with Trace McSorley, RG3, and Gus Edwards as, as uh, starters over there. And you and you're going against third string defensive players, even though they did have Marcus Peters and Marlon Humphrey and Patrick Queen, and they barely escaped. This dude here, y'all, look, he froze because he can't. It, it doesn't even make sense what he's saying. But go ahead. And they struggled, man. Number two, man. Kansas City, I understand that. I Who's understand number two? That the Kansas City. Oh Chiefs. my God! What? Um, um, what? I, I, I honestly thought. Did you know? Did you know Tom Brady and Tampa Bay outscored them in the fourth quarter, twenty-four oh. to seven. Oh. Uh, did you know? Did you know Patrick? Did you know Patrick Mahomes only threw for a hundred, a hundred and three yards all in the second half. Tom Brady, Tom Brady actually outplayed him in the second half with four minutes. They didn't the, the damn with, with four minutes. With four. Hold on, hold on, man, hold on, wait, hold on, wait a second, Tom. And Unbelievable. with four minutes left in the game, 
Tom Brady didn't even get the ball back. If if exactly. if, if Tampa if Tampa Tom would have got the ball back, Tampa Bay would have won this game, man. <laughs> Let's act like the ball back and let's act like give him the damn ball back. Watch your yeah, mouth. Yeah, Be because, yeah, because Tampa Bay has one of the worst pass defenses oh. in the league. They get lit up by everybody they play against. Look, look what happened. Look what happened when they played against the Rams. Look at what happened when they played against the Saints. So, so hold up. So, let me get this straight. So, it was a spotlight game versus the guy that you just said was an MVP candidate. And all I was hearing about was the Bucks defense. Oh my God, they shut down Aaron Rodgers. This defense is ferocious. This defense is for real. But now they lose, and now you sit here and make excuses for him. Four minutes left uh, in the game. No. Well, it's stop, true. Stop Patrick Mahomes. He said you had a bad second half, according to you. So why can't you stop him if he's having a bad yeah, and, and 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 Patrick Mahomes did cough up the ball in um on third and goal also and oh he God. missed and he missed a dime a open pass probably one of the easiest touchdowns in the game to McCole Hardman man are you I can't I can't I'm gonna just read go ahead you go ahead. All right, and with that being said, that's why I got the Kansas City Chiefs at number two. You shouldn't be mad at all. Last week, I had them at number three. I moved <laughs> them up a notch, man. You should actually be thrilled, be happy, no. be excited, man. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't know and, to, I don't know what to think about you anymore. <laughs> and number one, with that being said, I saved the best for last. I am going with the New Orleans Saints at number one. You want to talk about defense, top defense, that's, that's the New Orleans Saints, man. Um, and Alvin Kamara hasn't been playing his best ball. Michael Thomas hasn't been playing the best ball. They're playing with Taysom Hill at quarterback, and they're making the best out of it. And uh, kudos to Sean Payton to uh, making that, making a risky decision of going with Taysom Hill in these past two games while Mr. Breeze is out. They beat so the Fal- they, beat the, they beat the Falcons and the Buck. I mean, the, the, the Falcons and the, the Broncos. Are you kidding me? And, like, I'm a Saints fan. Are you kidding me? Like, I'm not about to hype that. Are you kidding me? So they hey, win man. those two games, and they beat the Broncos, not without their first-string first quarterback, not without their second-string quarterback, not even with their third-string quarterback. They got a random dude to come play quarterback, and the Saints beat them. And look, I'm a Saints fan. I have no issue with you saying they're in the top five and then number one and number two. But my thing is, don't try to act like what what Kansas City just did was not impressive and you're going to downgrade them. They have one loss on their whole record. Actually, I upgraded them. I upgraded them to number two. They were at three before. So, no, I didn't downgrade them. You, you, you're so disrespectful. But good Consistency, the man. Consistency the, the, is huge, man. They got man. four wins. What are you talking about? They have more wins. <laughs> if you want to talk about consistency, they got more wins. It's not okay. about it's not about wins because God. the because the Steelers the Steelers are undefeated and I have them at number three right now. You just said consistency. I'm going off of what you're saying. But you I'm got but you but you want you want to talk about more wins? You don't, you have the Steelers on the bottom. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I brought it up because you brought it up. You said consistency. I'm, 
talking about consistency. I'm talking about I'm talking about I'm talking about I'm talking about so, so we're not we're not I'm gonna excuse those two losses that the <laughs> that the Saints had, but based off of the last five four to five weeks, the Saints has been consistent. The Saints has been the most complete football team in the entire league. They've been so playing the so best so football. let me ask you this. So let me ask you this. And I want you to be honest with me, because that's the good thing about, you know, we can always have our debates. We can always have our thoughts. The Saints and the Chiefs are about to play soon. If Taysom Hill's the starting quarterback, you mean to tell me you're going to pick this New Orleans Saints to beat the Kansas City Chiefs? I don't give a rat's ass if it's Taysom Hill, <laughs> Jameis Winston. I don't give I, I don't give I don't give a damn if you I don't give a damn if you throw Jim Everett in the game or what? Jeff Blake for crying out loud. I'm taking the Saints regardless of what because I trust their defense more than I trust the Kansas hey. City Chiefs defense. Hey, four cases of water says that if Taysom Hill is the starting quarterback, I got the Chiefs. I got I got the Saints regardless of who the quarterback is. <laughs> okay, we'll talk we'll talk about that when that time comes. Definitely. Oh yeah, we Definitely. will. <laughs> All right, let's get to the game of the week. What's the game of the week, yo? The game of the week is the Tennessee Titans versus the Cleveland Browns. Let's Both go. Teams are nine and three, or eight and three. Sorry about that. Eight and three, yeah. Okay, shout out to my main man, Drew. Man, I know he's the biggest Titans fan. I know he's he's out here in Louisiana, but he that dude loves the Tennessee Titans. Um, this is a good, this is a good, 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 good real good matchup, man. The way the Browns run the football, this is going to be a drag them out type of event because when you look at these two teams, they both want to establish the running game. One led by Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. The other one by, we already know, King Henry. The difference for me, Baker Mayfield turns the football over. I know some people are going to say the difference is Cleveland's been playing much better on defense and the Titans are not really playing well on defense. But the difference for me, I'm going to say Ryan Tannehill outplays Baker Mayfield. And I'm going to say because I trust their passing game more than I trust the Cleveland Browns passing game. A.J. Brown and company with Ryan Tannehill and then that running game. I'm going with the Tennessee Titans in the game of the week. I think it'll be a good game, 27-23, but I'm going with the Tennessee Titans in this one. A.J. Brown. Continue doing what you do. Ryan Tannehill, continue doing what you do. So that title right there could be mine when fantasy football is over in the MBS League. Woo! Go ahead, Of course, Keith. man. Um, now it's time to give the people the right pick. Because you, you even stated yourself, you don't care who the Browns are playing. And this happened. This actually happened in week <laughs> That's one fact. when they got when they got smoked by the Browns. And you said that you would pick against the Browns Raven. in every single game. But guess what? The Browns have proved you wrong, man. The Browns are actually a high seed in the playoffs. The Browns actually have a better record than the Ravens right now. So um, the Browns are doing pretty well, man. Um, the Browns are actually. Um, the Browns actually with a new coach, um, Baker Mayfield playing in, you know, in his, you know, final year of his contract. They are playing some good football. 
despite going through with all the numerous injuries that they have, man. And um, I got the Browns in this game, man. Oh, my God. I got the Cleveland Browns in this game. You want to talk about Derrick Henry? Don't be disrespectful to Nick Chubb. Ever since Nick Chubb has came from back from injury, he's rushed for 100 yards in every single game. And with even though without Odell Beckham, uh, Baker Mayfield is is, ma- is actually making the best of it. Dude, you Baker love Mayfield Baker Mayfield. Mayfield. Stop. I, I think I think I think uh, I think Baker Mayfield will actually outplay Ryan Tannehill in this game, man. I think he'll manage the game a little bit better. I think Tannehill will make more mistakes. Um, Tennessee's defense is suspect. They've been getting lit up against nearly S-backs. every team that they play against. And I trust the Browns defense more. And they get Miles Garrett back also. So That's facts. I'm rolling with the Browns in this game. Wow. Why am I not surprised? You are set. You know what, Kyo? You're not a, you're not, I don't care what you tell me. You're not a cowboy fan. You're a closet Browns fan. I said it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you cowboys no, are that I just, I just, I, I just, up. I just like, I just like what I see from the Browns this year, man. Oh and I called God. it from the beginning of the year. I said playoffs without any drama or detra- distractions, and they're proving me right. Did you, did you pick the the Browns okay. to win the division or the Steelers or the? I know you didn't pick the Ravens. I know I didn't pick the Ravens. I picked the Steelers to win the division. Who you picked to win the division? The Ravens. <laughs> And yeah, the Browns as a, a wild card team. Yeah, I think I had the Browns as a wild card team too. But after they got annihilated early in the year by the Ravens, I was like, "Oh hell no! I'm never picking them dudes ever again in life." So I'm 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 sticking <laughs> to that. I will not pick the Browns for the remainder of the year. Okay, so that's our game of the week. We'll have it posted uh, a couple days before the game on all social media platforms. With that being said, we're moving on over to some college football. Yeah! We will be giving our winners and losers for this past week in college football. Okay, so which one you want to start with first, Keo? Let's uh let's let's start with our winners. Okay, I'm gonna go with my winner, Texas AM. Straight up. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. And it's not because they beat LSU. And I know everybody's gonna say, oh, X, you're you're being biased because you're a big LSU fan. No, I really felt like that was a trap game for Texas AM. I really felt like, you know what, Texas AM was gonna drop the ball. I think in the last it's a crazy number. I know LSU has owned Texas A&M. Outside of that overtime game that went to like a lot of overtimes, I think it was six or so, I don't know. I think it was like six. Um, LSU wins all the time against A&M. Well, A&M didn't play their greatest game. I'll say that offensively. But defensively, they shut down LSU completely. LSU scored seven. They did score at the end of the game. Um, that made it look a little bit closer. I do think LSU had chances to win that game. I will say that. But Texas A&M being ranked number five, they're right on the heels of the playoffs. And I thought they were going to have a letdown because they had a big matchup this upcoming week with Auburn. Um, and we'll talk about that, I'm pretty sure, in a few. But I really thought that was a trap game for them. So I thought that they, were, they might slip up and lose that game. 
but they proved me wrong. So I'm going to say my biggest winner this past week because they hold on to that five spot is the Aggies of Texas A&M. Who's your biggest winner, Keel? That's my biggest winner. Um, a, few, a huge rivalry game against Auburn, uh, especially what, what was Auburn was able to do to them last year. And they didn't, the game wasn't close at all. They went in there and they said, hey, man, we are going to destroy you. You're not going to have any type of chance against us. And that's what they exactly did, man. Mac Jones, I know we're not we're not talking about Heisman this week, probably next week, but Mac Jones is climbing up in that Heisman ladder. I know people like ATN, I know people like Trevor Lawrence, but I think uh Mac Jones is climbing up in there, man. ATN twenty sixth, over three hundred yards and five touchdowns, man. So um I I got Alabama definitely as my winners. Whether All right, so losers. Okay, it's real simple. And it's actually not even their fault. And they actually won. So I, I want to say this last week, they were actually, I think last year or the week before they were my winners. Um, it's not even their fault um, that I'm making it my losers. I just feel bad for this team, but I'm talking about number 12, Indiana. The reason why they're losers, because unfortunately, and I hate to say it like that, their stud quarterback, Michael Penix, is out, or Penix, however you want to pronounce it. Um, is out for the remainder of the year. And that's a tough blow to that team to me. I understand, you know, that they had a great season. They've had a great season up to this point and the next man up and all that, that whole mantra. But I just look at that team and I said to myself, y'all were a team that was on the cusp of possibly, you know, fighting. I, I mean, I don't think they're going to get into the, the playoffs, but with one loss and that one loss being to a team that's probably going to make the playoffs in Ohio State, I thought that was a tough blow to them. Um, Jack Tuttle, he'll be the quarterback moving forward. He did go 5-5 five five in his performance, but that game was pretty much over and in hand as far as versus Maryland. So I'm going my biggest loser being Indiana because of their stud quarterback getting hurt. Keel, who's your loser? My biggest loser is the Texas Longhorns, man. Wow. Are you kidding me, man? I Are you I didn't choose who I was going to choose because I thought you was going to choose him. That's why I shot away from Oregon. I thought for sure you was going to say the Ducks. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, I just look at Texas, man. Texas, they're in the world of trouble now, man. Tom Herman. It's definitely in the hot seat now, man. You want to people want to talk about Harbaugh in the hot seat? Tom Herman's on the hot seat right now, man. You lose twenty three to twenty. Sam Ellinger, man, he's probably one of the most disappointing players in college football right now this year. Um, Sam Ellinger, nobody's talking about Sam Ellinger. I had them for a Heisman hopeful, not a chance anymore, man. And this team, they have been struggling in all aspects of the game. They're struggling to move the ball, inconsistencies everywhere down the field. They're struggling to run the ball. And they just get things started very slowly, man, especially that game against Oklahoma, even the game against Iowa State. And uh, this team, um, I think they're out of the top 25 now. They were ranked 17th. And um, 
it, it, it's just very bad for this team right now. They just the the skill set receivers are not stepping up, and um, I got I got them as my losers. The Ducks are losers as well, but go ahead. Okay, I, I can see that. <laughs> that that's actually good for us. Um, okay, so um, let's go to our game of the week in college football, man. In college football, the game of the week in college football. So we got uh, Cincinnati and Tulsa. That game was supposed to be on Friday. That game is actually postponed. Um, that was going to be our game of the week for everybody out there. But yeah. things have to be changed. Yeah. Um, another. So with that game, that was supposed to be our game of the week. So this was supposed, this was our backup plan. And that game ended up being postponed. North Carolina and Miami. So we go to plan C now. The game that's going to be our game of the week will be Texas A&M versus Auburn. Man, so Auburn back-to-back weeks, they are our game of the week. <laughs> Auburn, yeah. they got ramrodded last week versus Alabama. Um, But I do think Auburn could win this game, man. I really do. I'm, I, I'm looking at it, and I'm saying to myself, Man, AM, they didn't look too great against LSU offensively in my mind. The game, I believe, is at Auburn, if I'm correct. Yeah, at Auburn. I'm going to go with the upset, man. I got Auburn. Bo Nix, I know that he didn't look great against Alabama, but I'm going against the grain on this one. I think Auburn upsets Texas AM. I'm not a big believer in AM, even though I said they were my winner because I thought there was a trap game last week. They're going to have to prove me wrong two times in a row. I got Auburn. I got Bo Nix. I got the Tigers. Um, I got Auburn also. Wow. I think that, yeah, man. I, <laughs> I, I, just think, I just think Texas A&M, out of all the teams that's in the top five right now, I think they're probably the most overrated team in, the, in there. I just don't believe in them, man. I just think that if I put Texas A&M against any of those four teams right now, I'm I'm taking those four teams over Texas A&M. I'm sorry. Um, I, I they just don't scare me, and um, I just feel like they're too much of a one-dimensional team, and they their defense struggles at times. So um. And I could see Auburn winning this game, and I do have Auburn winning this game, man. I got Auburn at home winning this game over Texas A&M. Wow. Okay. Okay. Can't be mad at that. Can't be mad at that. I tell you, I agree with you. Okay. So let's get to the next topic because I know you're excited about this. Okay. <laughs> All right. So this. So we end our, you know, our our sports segment right now. So we're moving on. Over. So obviously. We talk more than sports on this show, so we're gonna talk some music right now, man. So, in music, uh, recently, Juicy J, uh, you know, part of his crew, the Three Six Mafia, he has came out and said that Three Six Mafia is the best rap group ever, man. So, um, who do you think is the best rap group ever? Okay, 
I know Kim <laughs> has been waiting for this. So, this is tough in a sense. In a sense, it's tough for you, boy. But when the chips are down, I'm going by who I personally like the best. I'm not going about what anybody else may think. The best group. And I, I, I don't know if you consider them a group. I'm going to call them a duo. Is Outcast. Clearly. I Clearly. knew it. <laughs> Clearly, big boy. How did I know that, man? Three stacks, big boy, man. Classics after classics after classics. Um, I'm a huge fan of both of those guys. Um, two completely different styles to me that just very that just meshed very well together. Um, and me being from the South, it's almost like their music for me is almost like um, its own. It, it like it shows the world the South sound. It's almost like the the sound of the South, and that's what I love about Outkast. I'm a big Outkast fan. Shout out to 3000. I think he's one of the greatest rappers ever. I know we always talk about, you know, um, hip hop artists and who's the greatest rapper. And I think a lot of times we look at it because he's not an individual. I say an individual rapper, but he what? that's not what we really look at Three Stacks as. We look at him as outcast and him and Big Boy. But Three Stacks is one of the greatest rappers ever in my mind. So I'm going to say outcast, the greatest group ever. I do want to give a couple of notable mentions out there. Um, I know Kiel's gonna give his shot, his his thoughts, but um, of course UGK. I'm from Louisiana. Everybody knows Texas is right there. Shout out to Bum B and Pimp C. Of course NWA. Um, always gonna rep them, and of course Bone Thugs and Harmony. That's just a couple of groups that I really grew up on liking. So I'm gonna say all those those groups are cool. But my number one. Oh, and I, shout out to Wu Tang Clan. So I can't forget about them. But um. My number one, and it's really by a landslide, to be honest with y'all. I'm not trying to be disrespectful to any other group out there, but I'm going with I'm going with Outcast, man. Clearly. Okay, um, this was I don't have a problem with what you said. I had the feeling you were gonna go Outcast, and I and I said that, and I told you <laughs> that too. Um, but I don't have Outcast um, as the best group ever. I'm completely different. For me, um, and um, you actually mentioned them too. <laughs> okay. For me, the best rap group, in my opinion, to and this is my opinion, um, I'm going with Bone Thugs and Harmony, man. Okay. I like. Okay. I think Bone Thugs. I think Bone. I think Bone Thugs and Harmony, with the four. <laughs> The, the the original four that they had, multiple albums that they continue doing their style or rap that they were able to do and pull off pull off, fans fell in love with that and they were and they, they they it was so catchy and it was just so different compared to the groups that we see now or the groups that people want to mention, and um I just like. Bone Thugs and Harmony, man. Um, they just uh, they just got hits down the line, man. And you want to talk about a versus battle? I wouldn't mind seeing Bone Thugs and Harmony against maybe somebody like an Outcast or somebody, 
you know, somebody down those lines, man. You probably you said you say you said by a landslide. I completely disagree with you, man. I hey I look, think, shout I out to Bone, man. Hey, look, I'm a big <laughs> fan of Bone. Shit, Bone gets smoked, bro. Not against Outcast. I, 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 I don't, I, I don't, I don't think so, man. Hey, look, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna sit here and say that Jerome, in a sense of worldwide popular. I'm saying from my perspective. You have to understand, a kid from the South, dude, there's no way that I would, in a versus, they would be outcast. Are you kidding me? Man, hell no. I and think I like, I, Bone and, got hits. Bone got hits. I mean, they got hits, hits. But hell no, nah, not outcast. They don't want to They don't want to go down that road. That's one road they don't want to go down. And um, I... I I don't, I don't have Outkast as like a top group like that. Maybe you do because you're from the south and you, you could relate to it more. But I, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I have them in my top five definitely. Um, I, you know, I have, um, you know, I'm, I'm gonna put them in my five. I'm not putting them over Bone Thugs. I'm not putting them over N.W.A. Um. So um I I and I I'm 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 not putting them over uh the Wu Tang Clan, <clears throat> so um of so, all of them yeah so I definitely <laughs> so I definitely so I definitely got I definitely do have a uh, Bone Thugs as from what I see no, so far from the track record the resume the catalog um um and and the, their impact that they have on the industry. I'm going with the Bone Thugs and Harmony. But individually, those guys, Andre 3000 and Big Boy, I think they have more of an impact individually compared to as a group. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. <coughs> All right. Well, there All you right. have it. Okay. Bone Thugs. All right. Cast what's out. Um, it is what it is, man. Let us know what you guys think is the best group. He, he of bugging. all time. He bugging. Like, I You're like being coast. Okay, so um, all right, so let's go. Let's move on over to our um, our final topic for tonight's show, man. And we're gonna go over to battle rap, the URL, yeah. man. Smack Volume Six. Two more battles gets added to the card. Five. So the first ba so uh the two battles that gets added to the card, we got Arsenal, we got Jerry West. Uh and then the last of of that batch is Danny Myers versus um Ill Will. Both fire. Fire. And the reason why I say that, let me say this first. Jerry West has been cooking. I had Jerry West beating Danny Myers. Shit, I can say 3-0, really. And Arsenal's coming off of his big win versus Official. And we got an Arsenal that we looked at and we was like, who, okay? Now Ars is back. Ars is back. Now you can put Ars, the legend, Mount Rushmore status versus Jerry West, the up-and-comer. Um... I think that's a really good, interesting battle. And then when you look at Ill Will, a lot of people thought that he was champion of the year. Ill Will's been putting in crazy work, and now he goes up against the guy 
that eats, breeds, and sleeps battle rap. I'm talking about Danny Myers, despite him coming off the loss to Holmes, the loss to Jerry West. He's going to have to focus in because Ill Will is not a joke. So I like these two battles. Danny Myers, can he get three possible losses in a row? Um, that's interesting. And then, of course, Arsenal versus Jerry West, man. So I like both of these battles a lot. <clears throat> yeah, I think the, these are great matchups for uh, Volume 6. Ill Will, um, especially that smack Volume 6 scenery. I think it's going to be dope for both of these battlers, man. Daddy Myers, he's going to be at home. Um, but uh, Ill Will, man, I, I think I think he got something to prove there. And I think I think this could be a back-and-forth battle. So I'm looking forward to this. And then Arsenal and Jerry West. I was surprised by the matchup. <laughs> I thought uh, I thought um, I thought Arsenal I thought Jerry West would have got a different opponent, but they gave him Arsenal, which is a which which is a huge look. Both of them from Jersey, also. So, um, and uh, a lot of battle rappers got high praises for him. Uh, Jerry West actually three oh Danny Myers, man. So, and Jerry uh, West is not from that from Jersey. Huge... No, he's from Jersey. I thought he Jerry stays was... in New York, but he's from. No, he's okay, from, from he's, Brooklyn. Yeah, no, he stays from Brooklyn, but he's from Jersey. Okay, see, so you're teaching me something then, because I thought for sure he was from Brooklyn. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, but yeah, those are two high-profile battles. I was surprised that he got Arsenal, so um, it's gonna be very interesting of who gets how this battle turns out, man. It could be a three-zero. <laughs> or it could be a debatable, or a, okay. uh, some Jerry West could pull it out. All right. So as a late man, um, Born Legacy, Born Legacy Ten, they dropped the battle with DNA, but the majority of the battles from Born Legacy Nine has been released. So out of the Born Legacy battles, man, what has been the best Born Legacy battle that's dropped this past week? Okay, so I haven't watched all the Boring Legacy 9, well, the 110 that dropped, but I have watched the DNA versus Luke Castro, Fire. Y'all need to go check that one out. Yeah, DNA, man. DNA did his thing. Luke Castro did his thing, but DNA, yeah, man. Yeah, he came with that. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to DNA, man. And also, I will say this, man. I checked out because I started going through all the Boring Legacy 9s, and I started with Bill Collector and Yoshi G. I like that battle a lot. Shout out to Yoshi G, man. Shout out to Bill Collector. Definitely an entertaining battle. And um, I would highly recommend both of those battles. Um, DNA versus Luke Castro. Yeah, check that one out. Um, okay, the battle that I think people should, that I highly recommend people watching is uh, Easy to Block Captain versus Danny Myers. I think that's a very... Uh, Debatable battle, actually, man. I think. Uh, wow. It okay. been, it, yeah, it could have went either way. Um, it's based off of preference. I was able to see Yoshi versus Bill. That was actually an entertaining battle, also. Uh, definitely has high replay value in in that battle. Um, so I think those are two battles that you should actually check out. Um, as far as 
um, Warren Legacy 10, only one battle has dropped, which is DNA and uh, Lou Castro. Lou Castro, he came to play, but DNA was just too much, man. I had DNA in all three rounds in that battle. No, I can definitely, yeah, definitely. I can see that for sure. But definitely a good battle, though. Okay. But you know man. what we're here for. You all right, know so, what we're here for. So, we, so right after the show, we're dropping it. So every week, I mean, every month, we're going to be releasing our Power 5 rankings in Battle Rap. So tonight, we're going to kick things off with the female battlers of the NBS Power 5 rankings. And I'm going to let True take over. He's going to let you know what does what, what do you what the, does it consist of of you being on the NBS Power 5 rankings. Okay, so for everybody out there that's a battle rap fan, here are the criteria to what it takes to be on the MBS Power 5 rankings. So don't get mad at us. We're not saying this is the greatest five ever. We're saying they are the Power 5 rankings, top five power rankings as far as today is concerned. So what is the criteria? Active. You must be active. How many battles have you had within the last few months, within the last year? That is a criteria. If you haven't battled, then you won't be in our power five rankings. It's that simple. Coming at number two, another criteria. Quotables, moments, fire performances. Now you're not just battling every week or every month or every whatever. You actually have fire performances. You are actually, you know, saying something you have quotables and you have moments that people can really look back and say, man, in that battle, this person said this, that was crazy. So that is the criteria. Okay, next criteria. What card were you on? We just had Kings versus Queens. Watch the throne four. Gnome, Summer Madness. I'm just throwing names out there now. Um, Smack volume six. What or have you been on? Are you on... Small cards, are you on big cards? Are you on the main stage once we get out of coronavirus? Are you on the big stage? Are you in the small room? What stages have you been on? Then four, what does your resume look like? My favorite battle rap of all time. You already know, Loaded Lux. Shout out to Lux, man. Shout out to Beloved. It's not about how many battles you've been in. It's who you fought. Your resume matters. Who did you get in that ring with? That is a big part of it. And then, of course, the battle rap was like this criteria. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm the biggest fan, but I understand it. Views. How many people are watching your battles? Or does your battles have replay value? That means a lot. Then, of course, the next one, impact on the culture. Have you impacted the culture or how are you impacting the culture? That's a big one. And then last but not least, wins and losses. Are you getting the dub in the ring? Is it three O's? Is it debatables? Is it losses? What's going on? So those are your criteria. Keo, do you want us to release our five or are you going to release the MBS five? Let's go with the MBS five. 
All right, let's go with the MBS five. So coming at number five is KCJ. <laughs> Get the boy dashing. She comes in at number five. Let's just put it out there before Keo really goes into the next one. KCJ has two battles, most recent against Bonnie Godiver, who's big, you know, people know her in the female battle rap or shoot, people know her in all battle rap. That's a big name. And then she 30 Swamp in, Ver in Kings versus Queens. So she, you know, she has been active. She is battling resume who you fought. Um, she's getting the views. She's winning, lose, losses. We're looking at what cards were you on? Quotable moments. What she told Swamp, this is for all the, uh, this is for the four baby mamas that you, she got it all. She is on this. So this is the MBS ranking. This is not true. It's the sports rankings ranking. This is the MBS ranking. So we got KCJ at number five. Keo, do you have an issue with KCJ being at number five? Not if you agree or not, do you have an issue? Can you see it? No, I could see it. I could see it. You know, she, you know, she, you know, she took out Swamp. Nobody expected that. Um, uh, she battled uh, Coffee. Um, <clears throat> I um, I thought she lost that battle. I she did went, as well. She went uh, she went toe to toe against uh, Bonnie, um, and um, and yeah, she definitely you know deserved could make an argument with her being at, at, at in the Power Five right now. All right. So going I'm gonna do, to I'm number, number four. I'm gonna let you say what's going on because I am very, very insulted by this because right now this young lady coming at number four on the MBS rankings, not true as the sports junkie, Vixen the Assassin. How disrespectful can we get in MBS? Vixen the Assassin at four. Tell me why she's at four right now in the MBS rankings. So, number four, uh, Vixen Assassin. She um, she had two huge battles. One against a male. Um, a lot of you know, some people could be sexist and biased that they said that you know she may have won. I mean, uh, won the battle. Or it, it could have been a bit debatable either way. So she had two debatable battles. Uh, and it was huge battle. Great performances also. She's getting a lot of buzz and noise right now. I was I didn't think she was going to be getting the attention that she's getting right now. So shout out to Vixen right now. So she's doing what she has to do. But my main issue is... She hasn't had any clear wins. First Lady Flames, it was a debatable battle. Shout out to her. Um, against DNA, it was a debatable ba battle. Shout out to DNA. So that's why uh, she is at currently at number four right now. Oh, I got a tongue load for him and I give my list. Okay, give number three. Number three. On the Power number, 5 MBS rankings of the females in battle rap. Number three right now, it is Miss Hustle. Miss Hustle oh. is at number three right now. Uh, Miss okay. Hustle is probably one of the 
one of the most highest viewed female battle rappers out there. She's a big name. Everybody knows who she is. She recently just battled uh, Lady Luck. I think the battle before that, she uh, took, um, she's, um, she battled, what's, um, uh, a 40. She battled 40. Um, so, um, and then, you know, she's, you could expect her to be on the next upcoming card also. So, Miss Hustle, uh, definitely at number three. Okay. At number two. We got. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna let you. Go well, I'm gonna let you go two. I'm gonna do one. Okay. <laughs> All right. Do two. Okay. At number two, um, it's forty bars. At number two, forty bars has been pretty active. I think yeah, she is the most viewed battle rapper, if I'm correct, out of all the females out there. She just had a battle with Sue Surf. She had a battle with, um, she just had a battle with Official. She was part of the tag team battle. Um, so she, she's, she's, she's been active out there, man. And she's going to continue to be active. So, uh, 40 bars at number two. Okay. And at number one on the MBS rankings. And this, let me just say this for everybody out there. This was unanimous. Everybody that voted voted her number one, and that is Louisiana Stand Up Official is the number one person on the MBS Power Five rankings in the female battle rap world. So official wraps up the um the number one spot. Like you just said, she just coming off of beating Farty at um Watch the Throne for. She coming off. She is coming off a loss to Arsenal, but she she fought. But Arsenal was just better. But she's literally battled everybody. She's been active. She has the views. She has quotables. She she has a resume. There's nothing that official doesn't bring to the table. Um, and she beat the number two person on our list, which is you know at the end of the day the best the best stat that you can have is you beat the person that. We all rank number two as far as female battle rappers. So right now our list consists of Official at one, Farty Bars at two, Miss Hustle at three, Vixen the Assassin at four, and KCJ rounds up the number five spot. So two of the Bardashians in the top five. I know people are wondering where's Jazz. The battle rap community wants to know where's Jazz. You can't be in the top five if you're not active, Jazz. We love you. We want to see you on the stage, but we got to see you to put you in our top five. But this is what we're going to do, Keo. Give them your top five. Forget the MBS ranking. <laughs> Forget what we did as a committee. Tell them who your personal top five was and who you voted for and why. Uh, okay. My, okay. So coming at number five for me, I'm number five for me. I'm rolling with Vixen the Assassin at number five. Um, based off of last two battles, she has had an impact. She's put on great performances. I just don't have her that high like everybody else because she just got started, man. And uh, and and I know she's been active as of late with those two bats, but the, like I said, the wins were not clear for me. 
She doesn't have no clear wins under her belt. Some say she probably lost those two battles. So I have her at number five. Um, coming at number four for me, I know her last, I know she's not as active like Vixen is, but when she's battled most of uh, people that's, that that uh, she wants to go up against, I mean, there's nothing more else to do, but I'm going with Misfit at number four. Misfit's, oh, last, <laughs> Misfit's last battle was against official, so that's actually still recent. Um, and uh, Misfit, uh, Misfit um, she's the type that she could come back anytime and, um, and, um, and take you out. She embarrassed a fair funeral. Um, and obviously she went toe to toe against, um, official in that battle. And then, uh, I, I know that I know Vixen actually wants misfit right now. So I hope I see that battle. Um, I know misfit, she wants jazz too. So that's a matchup that people would love to see. So I got her at number four coming at number three for me. I got, I'm going with 40 bars at number three. I think, I think 40, I think 40 is the most viewed battle rapper. So she's like an arsenal to me. The mo one of the most viewed battle rappers, but the problem I have with 40, she has a major slips up slip ups. She has bad performances. Like, um, I think that her performance against Sue Surf, she won by default. I was not impressed at all. Her her performance against Official, which she lost that battle, I was not impressed by at all in that battle. She gave a subpar performance, cut her round shorts also. I think she didn't even finish one of her rounds also. The third, the third. Yeah, right. so so that's the problem that I have with 40. She give she gives you those type of performances. Yeah, and even the official said she was like, Oh, that's 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 40, all right. She she's gonna give you those type of performance, so I'm not surprised by it. And uh and that's one of the reasons why, because of her performance, I know her impact has been huge, but the performance and her wins has been crucial. Even on the two on two, very bad also. Uh and they got embarrassed in there. Um, I know that she she did beat Hustle, which was Huge. I mean, uh, to some people, it, it was actually a close battle. But I actually edged it to um to forty in that battle. So um, I got her at number three. At number two for me, I got Miss Hustle at number two. Man, I think Miss Hustle, uh, as far as impact wise, views wise, uh, quotables, I think she's in there man she's a main eventer a headliner um she just battled against a uh, lady luck which um a lot what well, the url app actually had miss hustle winning that battle so um so, so i definitely have miss hustle at two i know that <clears throat> i know that okay i just said that 40 beater but i just don't think the the major red flags and slip ups and bad performances that Forty had, I 
just I just don't think it could make up for that. And I think and I think Hustle also beat um beat um 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 uh twerk earlier this year also. So um so I I I definitely gotta give Miss Hustle at number two right now. So I just can't I just can't put Hustle over her. <laughs> I mean, can't put 40 over her like that. And that number one is a clear for me. I'm going with official in this one, man. I, I don't think there's nobody close. I don't think nobody could touch official as of right now. She's nearly battled against everybody. And she has won majority of her battles. I think the only battle that she lost is against Missile um, in that battle. And I think it was in the Summer Madness battle. Um last year so um with that being said i got official as the number one female battle rapper in my power five rankings okay 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 we knew you was gonna say something crazy all right so let me start by saying this misfit is my favorite female battle rapper outside of official so uh, misfit's not in my top five though because according to the criteria you have to be active and for me we're gonna be changing this every month every month <clears throat> and misfit just hasn't battled enough to be in my top five it's not said i don't think she's a top five we're not talking about the all-time bridge we're not talking about who we like the best who we think i'm going off of what have you done in these past couple of months that's what i'm going off of all that other stuff is out the window for me so we're gonna go just off of what i've seen recently coming in at number five i got miss hustle it's no disrespect to miss hustle there's no disrespect to her her and Luck had a debatable. At the end of the day, we give we, you're penalizing Vixen for having a debatable, but she had a debatable. Yeah, she's winning on the out. She lost when it came to the vote on when, when they actually performed against each other. I actually edged Hustle. I'll be the first one to say that. I won't deny that. that that's a great, you know, at the end of the day, who you fought, that matters. But at the end of the day, I just didn't think Hustle, that was Hustle's best performance. I didn't think that was Lady Luck's best performance. It was a cool battle, but not the, not the battle of the night by no means. It was an okay battle at best. So she comes in at number five. At number four, I got Casey J. Yeah, she lost in my mind to Coffee, but she's battled Coffee recently. She, she 30 Swamp, so her quotable, and she had quotables in there. Um, she beat Bonnie Godiva in many people's minds. I thought it was real debatable. I, I really didn't like the battle, but when you look at who she fought, she's fought a girl in coffee who a lot of us, we actually debated when it came to who was the top five. Coffee was right there. Coffee just, she battled Casey. Coffee battled, Coffee's been battling people. And she battled um Miss Miami and was up 1-0. And I think on the, on the verge of going up 2-0, but we all know the incident that happened at Watch the Throne 4. Um, but nonetheless, I'm going KCJ at four. I think right now she submitted herself at that fourth spot. At number three is the girl that you had at five? Are you kidding me? Vixen the Assassin. I should put a higher. Shout out to Vixen. Shout out to Vixen, man. Let me say this. I'm going to use his argument against him. He said that she had a debatable. I want to get this right. A debatable against DNA. Is that what you said? Yeah. 
Okay, <laughs> and I don't disagree. And I don't disagree with you. She had a debatable against First Lady Flames. You agree with that? Yeah. What was the best battle on Kings versus Queens? Hands down, no debate. Yeah, what's that battle? Okay, who was the best battle on Watch the Throne Four? Come on, Kia, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, what's that battle? Okay, so in the last two times we saw Vixen, she's been in the battle of the night. Think about that for a second. She's had that's one or, criteria. Okay, but listen, hold on. So she's been in battle of the night. Not it doesn't matter about debatable because a lot of people think that she won both of those battles too. Yes, I know you said some people think she lost. You're not wrong about that. But a lot of people said she won. And and on the, on when the when the when the uh, when they first battled her in DNA, she won the battle according to um the battle when it initially happened. I, I want to say the same thing with First Lady Flames. So Vixen has the quotable. She's been fought. She's been fired. She has the performances. She has the resume. She's been on the big cards. She's getting the views. Um, right now, you just said she's hot, so she's impacting the culture right now. She's active. She's everything right now. She called. I think her. You said Misfit. She wants next official. The number one person on our list. Who did the official call out? Vixen, because she sees what Vixen is doing. Vixen's putting in work. I'm going Vixen at number three, clearly for me, and I really could push her up higher, but I'm not gonna do that because I'm going 40 bars at number two. 40 to me, at the end of the day, I, and you know what, I, I like what you said about what you said about 40, I can't even lie. I can't even argue against you. She has shown up small in a lot of performances. But again, we talk about who you fought. She went against Sue Surf. Sue Surf is in a lot of people's Mount Rushmore's a battle rap. We're not talking about we bought we bought um battle rappers on here. We're talking about Holmesy. We're talking about um um T Top. We're talking about um Dot. I'm not saying all of them, but a lot of the battle rappers have Tsunami Surf in they, they Mount Rushmore. So my thing is this: she battled against. Surf, she beat Surf. Regardless, the fault or not, she beat Surf. And then who else did she battle? Official. Official's number one on everybody in the MBS groups stuff. So for me, Forty has to be number two, and number one, Louisiana stand up. I voted for Official. Official is the number one female battle rapper today, in the month of December. In January, things can change. If I see some battles and I say to myself, man, you know what? These last three battles, these last three Johns I saw, I got to change my opinion. I got to change my vote. But right now, I got number one official, number two, 40 bars, number three, Vixen, number four, KCJ, and number five, Miss Hustle. And I want to give notable mentions to a couple other people. Coffee, shout out to you. Um, Yoshi, Yoshi G, shout out to you. I thought that you had the Bill Collector battle was cool. Um, the Tory battle was cool. You doing your thing. So shout out to you guys. Well, you ladies. And um, keep doing your thing. You might you might be in our Power 5 rankings real, 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 real soon. You keep those performances up. <laughs> Look at his face. Look at his face. He's like, oh, my God, I can't stand that dude. 
<laughs> so 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 let me ask you this. Yeah. Who you think who you think out of the people that's not on our list, who's gonna be the first one to crack your top five that's not in your top five right now by the next time we judge or you know, next time, whenever you're gonna change your list, who you think is gonna interrupt your list? I think I think coffee I think coffee or um or KCJ might might um might crack the the list um because I know they're they're gonna continue to get booked because they're just uh one of the up and rising females that people pay attention to. Another another battle rapper that uh may crack my top five. Um, it's just depending on uh who who she gets next. I hope she gets a high profile opponent. And I'm talking about Yoshi G, man. I think uh she could crack the top five also. So I think those three could definitely uh crack the top five. Okay, I'm gonna say Yoshi as well. Um, she had the performance against Bill. She had the form performance against Tori. I'm thinking she can get in, but I'm going to throw another name out there. First Lady Flames. If First Lady Flames' next battle is fire like she did against Vixen and it's a, against a high-quality name, she can definitely crack my top five for me. So shout-out to First Lady Flames. Um, that battle with her and Vixen was crazy. But there you have it. Next week, we'll do the men. We'll do the men next week. Power five rankings of the guys in battle rap as of today. Um, you may be surprised as far as the MBS rankings is concerned. You may be surprised by my man, Kiel. You may be surprised by myself. So, Kiel, with that being said, let's wrap up this show and let's get out of here. Yeah, and next week also is uh, we'll be making our predictions for the Smack Volume 6 event. Um also so um a great time to give our power five rankings but with that being said it's time to uh it's time to give our shout out so um shout out to x always holding it down every single week shout out to everybody that tunes in and supports the show shout out to the whole mbs team from just justin to jay franchise uh from john mike um uh chris gbd um Make sure you tune in to GBD shows uh, tomorrow, actually, and um, check out the latest in college football. Yesterday we had uh, um, Just Justin and the spe uh, special guest Marlon, a longtime MBS member, came on the show. So uh, shout out to them. And like I said, everybody that tunes in supports the show. And ho I hope everybody is safe out there. Stay make sure you have your mask on. Stay COVID-free. With that being said, I'll see you guys next week. All right. Well, I'm going to keep it short and simple since my man Kiel shout out to the whole MBS team. Shout out to the whole MBS team once again. Shout out to my main man Kiel, man. And Kiel, how about them Cowboys? Woo! <laughs> yeah, it's time to end this show. Let's go. Let's go. I, I'm 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 ready. I'm ready to wrap up tonight's show. With that being said, man, this has been Let's Talk About. It. I'm your host, Trix. Sports Drinker. That's my main man, Keo. We out. Peace.